0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: All right, we're about to be joined by the Heat head coach, Eric Spolscher here. 15 Minutes Heat, customized by Champion 4x4, South Florida's number one Jeep truck. And SUV customization shop, you're guaranteed to have the hottest 4x4 modifications in town. Call Champion 4x4 at 786-502-3446 or go to champion4x4.com. Tonight, we got the Heat opening the season. They are in Orlando. The NBA, of course, tipped off last night. But tonight, we get it going for real. Finally, we got the head coach, Eric Spolstra, joining us here in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience uh, Coach, we, we appreciate you joining us here. Obviously, we're excited for the start of the season. Does the start of this season have any kind of different feel for you than past seasons? Because it really felt like last year, the way it finished, it, it was unfinished business for you guys.
2: Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, it, it probably they, they all feel differently every single season. It, it probably feels a little bit similar to um, in this context to uh, my after the first year of the big three, when we came back, we brought back most of the guys. Uh, Everybody was disappointed and super motivated for the next season. That you could compare to, you can't compare the teams, uh, but that type of feeling uh, where that year, if you remember, we were coming back from a lockout. So everybody was just chomping at the bit to get going. Uh, Same thing with, with this group. We're not coming back from a lockout, but I think to a man guys would have liked to have, uh, started the season about two months ago. If we could have, and and they're in that kind of shape during the summer, and and mentally just uh, ready to get going.
1: Well, you know, you talk about the kind of shape they're in during the summer, and we know that these guys they they're tight and they hung out a lot over the summer. And and I was reading, you know, some quotes from Tyler Johnson yesterday, where just that th- this is a group. Everyone is really tight. They really like being around each other, and we've been seeing that going on with this franchise with your teams for a while now, and. I'm pretty sure it's pretty unique in this league, and, and I'm really wondering if you have some kind of explanation as to why that happens with your team as opposed to around the rest of the league.
2: I'm not sure. I mean, I, I think it does happen with, with some teams, but teams that uh, have something unique and special and you feel like you can go for uh, big expectations, uh, usually you ha- you have to have that kind of dynamic. It's not doesn't guarantee anything and you don't have to uh, absolutely necessarily have to but uh, this group really likes uh, each other Um, we try to be intentional uh, about a lot of the team building and and team bonding things uh, but it has to be authentic as well guys actually have to to like each other they have to enjoy being around each other not only you know on the road going to dinners um, you know movies concerts that kind of thing but enjoying coming to work together with with you guys uh, with each other that's where I see it the most uh, guys really enjoy walking in our building uh, feeling the experience uh, of our culture and experiencing that together and impacting each other making each other better but also doing it with a with a smile and and having a lot of laughs while we're working extremely hard um, that makes you know this um, this journey that much more enjoyable it's a long I mean you hear it all the time it's almost cliche but we are around each other more than we are around our our families uh, it's it's uh, sadly true that we are uh because we we work so much we travel so much uh we are around each other um so it is unique um and then with this team that we haven't had a team where we've brought the majority of the guys back really in in 4 or 5 years so uh it does feel uh, a little bit different than it has in the last couple of years.
3: And speaking about bringing guys back and Tyler Johnson, are you guys shocked? I imagine you're extremely pleased with the fact that Tyler's come in and played as well as he played throughout this preseason. Or is this just the reason why he got the $54 million or the $50 million deal in the offseason that we just didn't see yet?
2: Yeah, I'm not shocked at all about that. Brad. Right? Uh, not one bit. I don't think anybody in our building uh, is um, – You know, a lot of guys had really good years last year. Just nobody was paying attention. If you just watch Tyler Johnson's career and you graph it on a board and just see how every single year he's made a big improvement, um, that you would expect this, too, because of his character, because of his work ethic, because of his extreme athleticism, his extreme competitiveness. Uh, He was the fourth leading Bench score last year in, the, in yeah. the entire league for guys that only came off the bench all year long. Uh, you know, we had a lot of guys that had years like that. That if we had won more games in the first half of the season, they would have been on the map and and around the league a little bit more than than they were.
3: And how accepting has Goron been about you know this offseason mental break? Is it one of those things where you had to twist his arm to take this break, or does he understand uh, the end of the rainbow at, at the beginning of this one?
2: No, he understood it and. Yeah, look, I went over there, um, again, this, this past summer with uh, Coach O, and we saw the intensity and the passion and the emotional investment that he was putting into that team. And we saw him on back-to-back nights play against Croatia uh, in preparation for uh, the EuroBasket Tournament. And obviously, because Slovenia and Croatia are from the former Yugoslavia, it was an incredible rivalry. And just the intensity of that game, it was a playoff game. I'm seeing a playoff game being played and our our star point guard playing at, um, you know, an all world level. And this is end of August. Um, I flew home and I told everybody in our building, I said, hey, look, Goran Dragic will be ready to play a a playoff game tomorrow. (laughs) We're talking about some of our guys being ready to play the first regular season game or first preseason game which is a you know pretty much advanced from most nba players usually trying to get in, in shape just be ready for training camp our, a lot of our guys are ready to play a game well he's ready to play uh, a first game of a seven game series in the nba so we just want to make sure that um you know after i left obviously he went on that run to to win a, a championship which is one of the more remarkable things uh, actually kelly mentioned in our locker room he said that's the equivalent of a really a low low major winning NCA ncaa tournament um it's that much really of, it's that much of an upset wow i mean kelly respects it because he's played a lot of inter- international basketball but you have all the titans over there you know france of you know spain um you know all of these teams and for slovenia a country of two million people uh to win it is it, really remarkable wow. but he put that country <laughs> on his back and so I met with him immediately when he came uh, came here after, and we talked, and I could see it on his face, and I loved it uh, because I think it will prepare him for the next step. But he actually got to experience what it really means to emotionally deposit, and not only physically, but just emotionally put yourself into a situation to drive a team to win it takes everything you have and and it did and so when he came back you could see that he was he was drained and um so we tried to put together a plan where he would stay physically fit but get some time uh, to mentally disengage get away from it kind of relax get his mind off it uh, not get out of shape um and he bought into it and i think he's fresh he had two incredible practices which he's looked much different in these practices than he did You know, when we had him going in training camp, training camp, it looked like he was just kind of trying to get through it.
1: What was the thought process in playing him the first two preseason games as opposed to maybe getting the rest and then playing the last two preseason games?
2: Well, we both talked about it, and he said, Look, I'm going and I'm charged up. I can't just fully unplug right now. He said, Let me just go and practice. And I I like that. We both felt comfortable about that because, you know, we also wanted to set the tone for the season. And one of our, you know, important leaders uh, of the team, he wanted to make a statement in that first practice. So we had him go the first two practices, and then we started scaling it back from there. Uh, And then, you know, played short minutes in both those first two games. And then it wasn't as much of a just (laughs) screeching halt uh, of emotions. He was able to kind of phase out of it and then gear back up slowly. Um, You know, so hopefully we think it's a good plan. Uh, he looks fresh to me. Uh, his family's back, and like I said, he had two really, really sharp practices uh, the last two days. Eager to get back out there and really compete against the guys.
3: So speaking of intensity, I know you're an old-school guy. You like the the intensity levels, the the competition, and beat and Whiteside Twitter beef. Are you glad to see that guys are starting to hate uh, each yeah. other now, as Let's opposed go. to everybody being friends?
2: Let's go. Yeah, I, I have no I have no problem with it. You know, it's it's two guys that are really competitive, and the franchise is putting a lot of responsibility on both their shoulders. The not going to back down from any competition uh, in this league, uh, and he likes the opportunities that come very infrequently in this league, where you're playing against a, another reputable big center. It's not like it was in the nineties where every night, even yep. if it wasn't an all star center, you had somebody that was big and could impact you and if you didn't have another big against you, you would against him, you would you would feel it over the course of the game.
3: But you did um, you did walk back into the locker room and, and give him the fist bump, right? Once you saw the jugular shot that he gave him with the thirty one oh, yeah. games and three I years didn't... hope to see in oh, the yeah. regular season.
1: Hassan uh, won that. Yeah, he won. He won.
2: He won that. That was part of Hassan starting to take bigger <laughs> steps anyway to impact winning. That was just another Another thing to to poke at him, but he was already starting to really impact winning and put together uh, really uh, good basketball games on both sides of the floor. I told him if he would have had that kind of start and we would have won, in my mind, he should have been in the running for defensive player of the year. Um, So, He's tried it, you know, and we've tried it a lot of different ways. He's led the league in, in blocks. He's led the league in rebounding. We had a top-four defense last year. Okay, what's missing now? We, we've we got to win. Okay, and you've got to help your team win, and now everybody else will start um, to recognize uh, the impact that he's having. But he's he's really starting to – he already was starting to turn the corner as as a competitor and an impact player. I
3: think you and I got something in common. We've, we're very – very social media savvy type people. I know you're a Twitter savant. (laughs) But low-key, low-key. But but low-key, because I'm just trying to figure out how to get my Twitter game up, because it's really important to me to find out how many followers I have. I see you have 35,000 followers with
1: one tweet. Keeping them waiting. Yeah, you're keeping them waiting, Coach. You tweeted 2,000 some odd days ago. How do you do this?
2: We were in Hawaii uh, years ago with my family, and my brother-in-law was uh, trying to convince me that, hey, I've got to get on Twitter and do social media and everything like that. And so... I was like, alright, whatever. Set it up for me and you write the first tweet. And so that was actually his tweet. <laughs> Do you remember what it was? I think it was something just so generic because he didn't want to like rock the boat, so I think it was like, hey, getting excited for the season. I'll tell something. you what it is. I'm
1: looking at it right now. <laughs> Great training camp. Fired up for the season. How many days ago was yeah. this? That's, it was 2,500 uh, from- days ago. That's from Peter Metz, oh, my brother in law. I mean, the, the next tweet that comes out, I mean, you're. you're oh, just, it's got to
3: be epic. We were, t- we were talking about it. We wanted it to be the tweets. lineup, the starting lineup, like a secret just mic drop.
1: Yeah, announce today's starting lineup uh, right. via
2: Twitter. Do that. Well, if Pete wanted to, to mess with me, he could do that at <laughs> any time.
1: Let me ask you here uh, on, on a personal level, okay? I feel like, look, you're so busy when, when basketball season starts, and you've been doing it for a long time now. Is there ever a time during the season where it's just like man, I wish I could go and do that. You know, like, you don't ever get to go. You rarely get to go to, like, concerts or if you and your wife wanted to get away and go do something or, you know, there's some big family occasion or maybe even a TV show that you wanted to watch. Like, is there ever a time where, like, man, I really wish we could do that, but I got a game tomorrow night?
2: No, I got nothing to complain about. We live a good life. What (laughs) about the in-laws? A lot of hours. Uh, You know, we travel, but during the summers, off seasons, uh, we get a, a time. A lot of time to, to get away and spend time with our families, and you know you don't want to have too many summers like this past summer, where you're not making the playoffs and your your off is almost six months. It's it's five months and change. Um, I was able to go with NBA to, to Africa and spend some time you know vacation with my family and do a lot of different things during the season. We're we're normal, you know. We get into the grind, and and when you you have nights off uh, and you don't have a heat function or you don't have something, yeah. You, I'm going to be out at dinner. I've seen you, Brett, a few times. You, you know my spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to concerts. Uh, yes, I, I don't watch many TV shows. The only show that I was convinced to watch last year from my wife, what? and a lot of my friends are talking about it, was Stranger Things. Oh, it's so good. Which I thought was awesome. It so was good. a throwback to, to the 80s, and uh, it just brought back a lot of good memories uh, you know, from my childhood.
1: The new one comes out next week, Coach. Maybe that's maybe that's a little binge-watching on the airplane. Maybe West Coast trip. You know, You can get it in.
2: No, I, I, will, I don't like to binge watch. I like to get set, you know, uh, when it happens, you know, and, and make a night of it.
3: What about uh, pressure from the in-laws? Does three-time NBA championship coach ever get the pressure from the in-laws on the kiddies? When's there going to be a little Eric Spolster running around?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we got a dog last year. We got a rescue dog. First step. So I, first I think step. we're going in that, in that direction right now. That'll keep everyone uh,
1: quiet for a few years. That's a good move. <laughs>
2: I don't know uh, for quite for a few years, but you know maybe it will keep him quiet for a few months. Yeah, but uh, uh, that's basically what our family vacation was this uh, this past summer. Is was, you getting
3: peppered with when's the next oh, when's yeah. the kid coming?
2: Oh yeah, I mean the whole the whole vacation in Hawaii was about that.
1: Oh man! Well, listen, uh, everyone. I'm excited. Everyone's excited. Heat and Magic, obviously, tonight is as we get the 2017-18 uh, thirtieth campaign of Heat basketball getting going. What's this year number ten for you as head coach? Is ten coach?
2: Yeah. Wow. Ten year. Good Great. Twenty third year with with the organization. Good for you. All
1: right. Well, hey, uh, we always appreciate you joining us. Thanks a lot, coach. Okay, guys. All right, take, take care. See you soon. All right. There you go. That's the head coach, Eric Spoelstra, right there, as the Heat begin tonight. 7 o'clock against the Orlando Magic. I get it started at 6 with the pregame.
3: You can only imagine him sitting there with the in-laws. You know, he's preparing for a heat championship, and all of a sudden he's got his mother-in-law saying, So, Eric, when when, when are we going to have a family? Why did you He's just... like, I got other things I'm sorry I'm worrying about right now. I apologize.
1: Why did you just make his mother-in-law into an 80-year-old Jewish lady?
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,